Welcome to the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. The Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. Hey guys, episode 47 today, and we're talking about photos. Now, I've already done a podcast about photography uh, using photos on your website, but what this one is basically in brief is just about. Uh, what sort of photos you should have and how you should take them. Now, I'm no expert photographer, but I've definitely taken several thousand photos um, in the last five years uh, for websites that I've done. Um, but basically, what I'm trying to get at is most people take photos um, that suit them, but actually don't suit the product so or the service that they're selling. So when you're making a website, you're generally going to use lots of different types of photos. You've got square photos. You've got little icon photos. You've got photos that mix in with content, with wording. And you've also got big banner photos as well that go across the whole page. So like full screen um, full screen banner images. So what you've got to do is consider, okay, what photos are going to be my banner photos? What's going to be my content photos? What photos are going to represent my services? Um, and then you've got to consider how you're going to take those photos in a way that's um, has some continuity so you want your photos on a similar background if you're a if you're a shop for example and you sell various lines of product then you want to have a content photo for each line of product on a similar background or at least having the same sort of style you know i see some some websites uh, that i go to and they've got a product sitting on a red cloth and a product sitting in a in a uh, garden scene for example and they're just it's no continuity you need your site to look clean and fresh and easy to sort of look at and when you've got photos on different clashing backgrounds it doesn't really work out furthermore the next big thing I see is a lot of people take photos and then they put them as a banner photo but what they've done is they've made the the actual subject of the photo let's say the product fill the whole frame of the photo so it's a real big close-up on it. And then they've slapped that in the banner of or the header of their website. So it's a big full-screen image of this product. And it's just too big. What you've got to do when you're taking banner photos is actually make the product or the subject or the service or whatever it is actually small. So it fits in the middle of the screen, just the nice size. And then the other third, third on each left and right is just empty space with perhaps the background of whatever it might be that you're doing. So let's say you're taking a photo even of a house. Let's say you paint houses. Take a photo of a house that you've painted, but either side give it some breathing room so that you can put that nice big photo of that house on the top of your web page, but then left and right of it, perhaps there's some greenery and stuff around. It's not just a big, <laughs> how do I say it? A big fat expanded picture of a house that's just two in your face. You need it to be sort of small, fits into about a third of the width of the user's screen and just sits there nicely. It's a bit hard to sort of communicate this guy sorry, through the podcast as such. I'd rather show it to you. But basically what I'm saying is just trying to crop things into the frame a bit better, not trying to fill the frame with the photo or the subject. Now when you're doing icons, obviously, icons are little, uh, little images or graphics representing a certain thing so let's say um, you offer four different services you might have four little icon images on your homepage for again let's say painting uh, painting varnishing uh, fixing or preparing jib for example stuff like that so you might want to have a nice little small image of each of those services being done or the completed result more uh, better um, for each of those services being done. So 
<clears throat> what you would do in that case is you would fill the frame because obviously a smaller image is hard to see. So the subject of the image needs to be filling that frame more. Otherwise, if if you have it really small in the in the icon photo, people are going to have to put their eye right up to the screen to actually see what it is. So it's a bit of a um, paradox. You've got to really consider what's the image being used for. <clears throat> and then, okay, I'll use it this way or I'll take the photo this way. Now, when you're doing photos for your photo gallery as well, consider making sure the images are of a certain size. So now all digital cameras and even phones nowadays take oh, at least 10 megapixel photos, if, I'm, if not more. So what you've actually got to do is once you've taken those photos is shrink them because a lot of people do load those photos onto their website as a full resolution photo. Now there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there is actually a lot wrong with that, but I'm sure you do and I do. We love big photos because it really shows off the detail. But at the end of the day, you can show off a lot of detail by still cropping the image or shrinking the image right down. So as a rule, if you're doing a banner photo, Generally, I make them no wider than 1920, 1920 pixels wide. Now, there's screens nowadays that are a lot bigger than that. There's 4K screens. So that number actually will start to increase over time. But I still stick to 1920, which is basically what's called full HD, as you have probably heard. So when you're doing banner photos, make them about 1920. When you're doing icon photos, I generally make photos no smaller than 600 uh, pixels wide. Because on a mobile phone, most mobile phones, aren't their, their screen in a portrait view is no wider than 600 pixels wide. Now, sorry guys if I'm confusing you here or if you're not understanding what I'm talking about. Basically, I'm saying keep the images relatively small and definitely not their original size because it's going to slow down the user's experience of viewing your website because they're going to be downloading big, massive photos, which isn't ideal. Now, if you're putting photos onto your photo gallery page, people generally want to click and view them in a larger format. So while they might show as little tiles, you actually want to make sure you do upload them still in a relatively large size. And the size I generally use day to day is 1280 by 960. And that's a 4 by 3 size photo. So just sort of like you could say your standard uh, photo that you take with your camera. 4 by 3. And that is a big enough size to show enough detail. But also not to sort of hog the user's bandwidth on their mobile phone or their computer if they're downloading photos. So take into consideration when you're taking photos next time, what am I going to use this photo for? Is it going to be a banner? Is it going to be an icon? Is it going to be a photo gallery image that people are going to expand? Okay, well, what size do I need to do? Do I need to make the subject fill the frame? Do I need to put the subject back and have a bit of room on the side? Really consider it and think about it before you take the photos because once you take a photo it's very hard to manipulate it to have sides to the left and the right I've had to do that in Photoshop a few times and it's not pretty so that's the best way to do photos when you're taking photos for your website and planning them hope that helps guys that's Matt from the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast that was the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. for more visit razorweb.co.nz